encouraging, inspiring, and equipping leaders. This is Coach and Joe. Hey everyone, welcome to Coach and Joe. My name is Michael Thornton. I serve as the director here at Garden College, and I have the wonderful privilege to host Coach and Joe today and interview a special guest, and her name is Dara. Dara, how are you doing today? Hi guys, I'm Dara. I'm really excited to be here. This is my first time on a podcast with the headset and everything, so um, give me a little grace, but I'm super excited. That's awesome, Dara. We're going to give you a bunch of grace. (laughs) Hey, before we jump in today, why don't you just tell us a little bit about where you're from, um, a little bit about yourself. Yeah, Um, I am 20. Uh, I grew up in Central Florida, so um, I moved to Greenville a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. to join what was then The Ascent, it's now Garden College. Um, I'm in the middle of five girls, so I know you know what that's like, five kids in the house. Wow. Um, I loved it. My sisters are awesome. I grew up in the church. My my parents homeschooled us, and so the Bible has always been like part of our curriculum. Um, knowing God is something that has like been part of my growing up, which I'm really really grateful for being able to be raised in that. Um, and then I came to the Ascent now Garden College um, a year out of high school, mm-hmm. and it has been a very crazy and exciting experience. Um, just getting to know God for myself. I think moving out of the house for the first time is different and everything. And just getting to know God as mm-hmm. Dara and not as, you know, the middle of five girls or as someone growing up in Ocala, Florida, but uh, just me and him and like get to know him up here has been really cool. Um, so I love Greenville and it's been exciting to live here. Dara, that's incredible. Yeah. All right. I want to come back to one thing though that you said, you said five, is there five, you have five sisters? Four sisters. I'm, yep. Yeah, so I'm the middle. Wow. Uh-huh. Okay. What was like? What was that like growing up? Oh, it was it was crazy. Um, the oldest four were all stair steps, so two years between us, and there's a seven year gap between number four and number five. Wow. And um, I'm the shortest in my family. For those who are listening, I'm like five eight or five nine, and everyone is going to be taller than me. So a bunch of very tall sisters, and three of them are ballerinas. We all shared a bathroom growing up, so that was exciting. We had to really coordinate shower times and one person taking a shower, one brushing your teeth, you know. Um, It was really fun, though. I think it's like having built-in best friends, and I'm really grateful for each and every one of them and just seeing, like, where the Lord has even taken them Mm. and being in a totally different place from them now but still having that connection. I, I really am grateful for growing up in the household I did. I know some people who have a bunch of sisters, there's, like, a lot of drama, my household was just really, it wasn't always like smooth sailing, but mm-hmm. it was actually really fun to grow up with them. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm getting ministered to. You are encouraging <laughs> me as a dad of four girls. There could yeah. be a lot of preteen drama in our house uh-huh. sometimes, but to hear that from your testimony, your perspective, that's huge. That's encouraging. Yeah. It to gets, me as a it dad. gets better as the hormones, you know, even out. So uh, I think also living <laughs> in different places, we appreciate each other more now than we ever did. And that's incredible. Yeah. Well, what you said too, also that the father has drawn you here, your student mm-hmm. at Garden College, your year two student as I well. Am. And um, I've even seen just some of those um, characteristics that you have probably growing up in a house like that come out in the school. And I'm thinking of a trip that we took. Do you remember this? Last year, we took a trip to Fredericksburg, Virginia yes. as a school. Do you remember that trip? To the pear tent. Yes. I do. And I actually brought all of our kids. We had five kids, my mm-hmm. f- four daughters and and one son, Jonah. And I watched you and you just, you were just such a natural with them. They loved you, gravitated you. How was that? How was that trip for you? It was awesome. Your kids are so fun. We had, I think, 
our van was my favorite. Uh, Miriam was driving, and we had, I think, three of the five Thornton kids in the back seat. And it was such a mess. There was popcorn <laughs> everywhere. We still laugh about it. It was so messy. Um, but the the trip itself was really fun. It felt just like a big family vacation to pray to the Lord. Um, it was kind of last minute, I feel like. And mm-hmm. so it was, okay, next week we're doing this. If you can, if you can come, like, try to get off work. And I really felt the Lord, like, pulling me to go. My favorite part of the whole experience was the van rides and the hotel room and just, like, the talking and laughing and cleaning up popcorn and, you know, braiding their hair. Um, it was it was really fun to even have, like, the younger generation there. Yes. It just added so much life to it. And it really, it just felt like family. It was so fun and life-giving. And it wasn't just, like, mm. seriousness of, like, praying to the Lord and just like solitary. It was like, as community, we all got to go on this adventure together mm-hmm. and have fun while we were ministering to the father and being ministered to by him. So it was really cool. That's incredible, Dara. No, absolutely. That was a, it was a phenomenal trip for our listeners. We, we actually had four or five, 15 passenger vans. Mm-hmm. We had a, a lot of young adults that were students, but we also had a lot of young children with yeah. us. And then we had some folks like us and my wife who are a little bit older. So you had like three generations in that mm-hmm. trip and it really comes down to one word, doesn't it? It's community. Yeah. And community is powerful, isn't it? For sure. You know, when you were just saying that, it reminded me of, you remember in Acts, Acts 2.42, I believe it was. It's like after the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, uh, one of the passages says that the church began to come together. People began to find each other in pockets of relationship, connection, and they they broke bread together. They mm-hmm. had meals. They did trips together. I have to imagine that it wasn't just like the disciples, but it was moms. It was their children. It was a lot like that trip in Virginia. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Dara, I've learned one thing on that trip for me personally. Um, That trip, I watched the community heal a place in me and my wife, Amber. We for years had had, uh, really ran hard in ministry for 10 years. And a lot of times our our children took the back seat in that season. And uh, we had some good people around us, but we also had some some people around us that really, um, they, they, they would help us, but only to a certain degree. And our children, I felt like was always a crutch. And um, I, I had to be healed from that. That trip in Fredericksburg that we went to Virginia healed a place in my heart wow. because I watched you and others gather around our kids and you just loved our kids for them and not to get anything out of uh, the leaders or Amber and I. It was just a true, beautiful picture of family and community. And it actually brought healing. I think that's an aspect of community we don't talk about a lot is that community can actually heal us. Yeah. Dara, how has being in community um, in the last two years of your life, has it healed you? Has it played a part in healing any places of your heart? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think what's been really special about it, like you're saying, is it's not just an isolated like demographic. I've really experienced a lot of healing in being with kids. Mm. And the first place that I moved into was with um, an older widow and even even that we were in very different phases of life and she lived by herself for a while but moving into you know her upstairs room and getting to do life with her and then also with the school here and just be part of family units mm-hmm. that was even healing for me with having such a strong family background and then leaving it was was hard since my whole family's back in Florida and but to come in to a place that 
I like I was accepted, you know, for me and be able to like be part of a family that wasn't just like a blood relation. Mm-hmm. But with people that I may not, you know, bump into just in other places, but it's like, okay, this is a brother and a sister. Um, it's really, it's been so fascinating to see different facets of like the like father's character in other people and have them speak into me and be able to like live life alongside people who are very different. Yeah. But to have that, that like that factor of we're family has, has been very healing. Wow. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. How old are you, Dara? I'm 20. You're 20 years old. 20 and a half. <laughs> that, you, but that's awesome because you do represent a demographic, mm-hmm. uh, that's really, that really struggles with depression, isolation. Yeah. You know, how many 20 year olds out there today, uh, either their friendships are not strong. They don't have community. And a lot of times they just go into hiding, maybe on social media, other areas, yeah. Um, I'm just really curious, what would you speak to somebody in that age bracket right now? Like, how could you encourage them of, of why it's so important to, to be connected in community? Yeah. Um, I think what I would say is at least for me coming out of high school and being in the same place for a while, it's almost like I had this idea. I have to reinvent myself. Mm. Like I can be whoever I want to be moving to a new place, which is exciting and scary. And from the invitation from the father is like, be you like be yourself. And I was like, I don't know how to do that. And I think for, for someone in, in like my age group, um, so much stuff is new. Like I'm figuring out how to take care of my car and like just Mm. a bunch of random like adult things. I don't know how to do. And, um, there, I think there's a freedom to figure things out. Yeah. And what's important though, is having community like around you that can call out the good and places that need help. Yes. Um, and I've, I've had so many situations with like not seeing something in my life that someone said, actually, do you see this growth that you've had? Or do you see this gift that the father's given you? Like, oh, I actually, like, couldn't see that. Um, and it does happen also with, do you see this, like, place of fear that you're operating in? Um, and then there's healing that comes from that. And I think the the lie, mm-hmm. especially for, like, college and career age, is you have to prove yourself. You have to do it on your own. That's you have good. to, like, be good enough. Yep. And the truth is you can't do it by yourself. And that's something I've had to learn. And you're not supposed to. Um, messing up and not knowing how to do things is actually okay. Wow. Dara, what you're saying right now is really powerful. This is really strong because it's countercultural to our culture mm-hmm. today because yeah. we live in such a self-independent, self-reliant, I'm going to make it happen type of culture. And so to actually lean on others that God brings in our life, it's it's difficult, but it's also mm-hmm. rewarding. It, it, it helps us grow and mature um, as followers, as believers uh, in Jesus. Um, you know what I'm reminded of right when you were saying that, especially you made the statement of that we can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. I actually saw this picture of when Jesus was carrying the cross. Do you remember this? When he's carrying yes. the cross and obviously he's getting beaten, he's he's hurting, he's getting wounded. And there's even times where he he falls 
I've, I've heard scholars say that that cross weighed in an excess up to 150 pounds. He's, his body's already beaten and, and it's just really heavy. Uh, but there's that passage where there's, I believe it's Simon the Cyrene who comes and helps Jesus carry his cross. That's crazy. Isn't that unbelievable? And I've always pondered that verse that this Simon the Cyrene came to carry Jesus's cross. Now, Jesus is God in the flesh. He is the son of God. And he had one purpose in that moment. And that was to get to Calvary, to carry his cross. Even the Bible says that if you want to be my disciple, you must carry your cross, follow me. But what that shows me about Jesus is that even the son of God needed help to fulfill mm-hmm. what God wanted him to do at Calvary. He had to depend on someone else wow. to help him. And when you're saying that, it's so true that there is such a power that comes when we really depend on the Father of the people he puts around our life to maybe see things and speak things that we can't see, to be open and vulnerable, um, to, to, to grow from that, to learn from that. But then also when the reality is, Dara, our life gets heavy, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Doesn't the cross get heavy? Yeah. And we need somebody to help us carry it along the way. Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Um, Dara, I've just really enjoyed our time together. Uh, community is really, really powerful, isn't it? I'd love yes. to give you just one other shot. What, what is something, a final thought, a final word that you would like to say about community, um, the power of it, how it's, how it's also shaped you, helped you? What would you say? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go back to the garden for a second. Mm-hmm. After God creates everything and he calls it all good. The first thing he says that is not good is that man is alone. And I mean, even in that, God is like walking in the garden. And so God is there, but he didn't want man to be isolated. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he created Eve. And there's like the, there's a part of the father in each of us. And I can't be a complete picture of who Christ is in and of myself. It talks in the New Testament about like we're, we're all members of one body. Yes. And so we need each other to not only for each other, but also to like for, to give a more complete picture of who Christ is. And so I don't just need, I don't need somebody else just for the sake of them or for the sake of me, but it's even glorifying to him when we are in community because there's a piece of the father that's in you that I don't have and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's just a more complete picture of his character and his nature when we come together as one. And so being alone is not good. Um, And it's really important to be one with the father and also to be one with each other. Wow. That's incredible. I love how you just wrapped us back to the garden and you put us right in Abba's lap because in reality, that's what it's about. I, I just want to speak to any listeners out there today. Um, I've also learned that one of the major things that people struggle with is trusting people because of wounds, because of prior relationships that have been damaged, have been fractured, that have went really, really wrong in the wrong direction. And that scars a lot of people. But something you said, I believe is the key. Um, I believe the key is actually connecting with the father Mm -hmm. connection with him 
literally heals the wounds of relationships that we have. And so I just want to encourage you, if you're listening today, and maybe you've been struggling to find a good community, maybe you've been struggling to connect with somebody. A lot of times it is the father inviting us into a deeper relationship with himself. And when we trust him in that way, in that level, a lot of times he will give us not only healing, but strength to walk out life with somebody else. Because the reality is we need each other to finish the race. Yeah. Dara, thank you so much for being yeah, on the you. show. Did you have fun? This is yeah, this is awesome. I loved it. This was great. Huh? It was so good to have you. Um, yeah, thank you again. You're a Garden College student. Um, for anyone interested out there in growing in community, we have a school called the Garden College. You can look us up at gardencollege.org. Uh, it's a three-year discipleship school where we do life together. We connect with God and with each other together, and great things are happening. Dara, thank you for being on the show. Thank Thanks for joining us on the Coach and Joe Leadership Podcast. Don't miss the Coach and Joe Talk Show on YouTube and check out coachandjoe.com for more resources, blogs, and merch. We will see you next time.